Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto in the A. And what's going on, family? How we doing out there? Grand rising to everybody. Grand rising. I'm about to sit back and learn something. Definitely, definitely, definitely. How we doing today? Yeah, I wait. I waited till nine o'clock. I waited till uh, nine o'clock today. I did figure that eight a.m. is kind of early for those that are checking out or checking in on the other uh, coast, being the West Coast. You know, I know the time difference is a couple of hours between California and Chicago, so I'm like, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me back it up a little bit. You know what I mean? So, uh, let's see. We got a couple people tuning in. Y'all already know what it is. Tech Money Tuesdays, live via Facebook, New Money Matrix podcast for those that want to check it out later on. Uh, we got a bloody day. We got a bloody day. Uh, oh, chart reading class tonight, Miss Lisa. That is tonight. Chart reading class is tonight, Miss Lisa. If any uh, others that are interested, definitely hit me on the inbox. Uh, chart reading workshop is going on tonight. Um, that is the one that you are interested in, is, is it not? I believe that's the one you were interested in. Or was it... No, that was, was it that one or the trading one, Miss Lisa? Because I know you already sent your donation in. It's just the, uh couldn't get the timing right for the previous classes. So I know you said you were going to wait for the next one. Was it the trading or was it the chart reading? Just let me know. But, um, you know, we got a couple of stories, a couple of very bullish stories in that uh, our actuality. And what we're seeing is a slight pullback. I mean, look at this. We're in the red, but we at $5,000. How many remember we were just at 39, 38, 37, even 41, 42, or 45? I mean, from $4,500 to $5,000 is a nice leap. You know, Ethereum holding its gains up above 160 bucks. For anyone that joined the DeFi class, we all got in at around 100 and I'm gonna say between 125 and 100 and maybe 35 dollars, 140 at the highest. And everybody's liquidation price should be somewhere uh, below 100 bucks. Uh, EOS right now holding gains above 5,030 cents. BNB, as we can see, 1935. And this is just an average of the different prices, family. None of these prices are set in stone on any one exchange market because you can see. A uh, bit of difference from exchange to exchange as they'll be traded, um, you know, at a slight difference. And that's uh, sometimes a huge difference, which opens up the door for arbitrage, meaning picking up in one area and then taking it to another area where it's sold a bit higher. You know what I'm saying? And dumping it off for a higher price. But uh, getting into the first story right now, this is coming in through Forbes, too. I didn't get a chance to read it. I seen the headline and I'm like, yeah, I'm rocking with this one right here. So, um, let me see. Released April 16, 2019 at 3.10 a.m. 3 and 1 is 4. Uh, only 524 views right now. Uh, and it states, a Trump policy could push people towards Bitcoin. So, let's see what they're talking about. Donald Trump and his administration are looking to find ways to increase pressure on illegal immigration in countries from which people overstay their short-term United States visas as he gives up for what's likely to be an immigration-heavy re-election campaign. And it could push people towards Bitcoin. Let's see how. Trump, who will be seeking his second term as U.S. president in 2020, is weighing a remittance tax on money sent home by people living in the U.S. illegally, potentially making Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies more attractive to people as they seek to avoid government-monitored channels of sending money across borders. Shit. Hey, that's, 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 that's a fact bigger than a fact. Hmm, Interesting. So basically what, um, what they're stating right here is Trump is 
basically the amount of money that it's going to cost for individuals to send money from here to certain countries that he's going to blackball, whitelist, whatever the case may be. He's gonna. Uh, it, it's, it's probably gonna be something ridiculous. To whereas, if you want to send a hundred bucks, it's probably gonna cost you maybe. I mean, let's just think about it. Thirty, forty dollars. So that out of a hundred bucks, your loved ones, your spouse, your your, you know, saying significant other only gets what for uh, sixty dollars. I mean that that's 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 hard. That's a hard uh, hit to take. Um, Bitcoin use may already be up due to Trump's potential plans for a remittance tax. Um, real quick, so that we all are on the same page. One thing for those that may be new to this channel don't know is that when we come across words that I don't think the general public may be familiar with, I tend to look up the definition because I want everybody to understand the words that we're using. For too long, we were taught in a sense to read words and just read over them and not get a comprehension of what the hell the word is saying. You know what I mean? So let's see. So remittance is a transfer of money by a foreign worker to an individual. Oh, hold on. To an individual in their home country. Money sent by migrants completes with the international aid as one of the largest financial inflows to developing countries. So he's putting a remittance tax on money that's sent home from foreign workers to individuals in their home country. Meaning he's going to put a strain on that system of money movement. So for those of you that are just coming into the space that ain't been here for a while and those that are in the space right now, y'all already know how important that is when you speak on cryptocurrency and the transfer of funds or money, um, you know, cross-border. Pretty much private, you know what I mean? So I, in my personal opinion, this can definitely, definitely, definitely put a, uh, a fire up under Bitcoin and many other cryptocurrencies' ass, you know what I mean? So uh, just reading along with several countries that rank highly for immigration to the U.S., including Mexico and some South American South American countries, reporting record rec reporting rec record levels of Bitcoin trading over the last week. The data gathered by CoinDance, which monitors Bitcoin and cryptocurrency use around the world. The first reported by Bitcoin trade news site Bitcoinish shows Bitcoin trading volumes on peer to peer exchange platforms, local Bitcoins, Paxful and BISC in certain regions, has been spiking since the news of Trump's plans for a remittance tax first broke. And that's much like when we seem to spike on local Bitcoins in the um, era of what's going on right now in Venezuela. Let me show you a such story that we uh, covered in the past. Local Bitcoins, Venezuela volume. This is one story that we covered in the past. Mexico sets news rep Bitcoin record as Trump's remittance. See, it's already, look, 17 hours ago. Here we go. Nah, this isn't, is that the, from the 8th? I thought it was a little bit farther back than that. Here we go. From November 13th, right? Story from November 13th. We all know what's going on in Venezuela and with their currency pretty much being shit and thrown everywhere in the street. Um, over the past month, more and more Venezuelans are turning to Bitcoin as a store of value. Activity on peer-to-peer -peer Bitcoin servers, local Bitcoin, shows just how much the trend is growing. Very likely caused by the rampant inflation in a South American country, the surge in Bitcoin interest comes as Venezuelans search for a currency that won't depreciate as much as the boulevard. Local Bitcoins is what is called an over-the-counter cryptocurrency exchange. Users post what amount of Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency they like to buy, for how much, and their location. Once the buyer finds a seller that matches their order, 
the two parties meet in person and make the exchange of cash for a Bitcoin. And the chart below shows the local Bitcoin's volume in Venezuela. So let me see. This goes back to October 12th leading up to November 10th. And you can see the amount of volume that's coming in. So basically what they're saying is this tax that Trump is going to put on the remittances or individuals trying to send money home to their loved ones is definitely going to explode the cryptocurrency space. Uh, both Mexico and Venezuela <laughs> set all-time trading records in the local Bitcoins exchange. And God damn, truth be told, I promise you I didn't read this article yet. And it's funny that they're speaking on the exact same thing that I just ended up going over because it sparked my brain and made me think about it like, damn, Venezuela, you went, th you know what I'm saying? Both Mexico and Venezuela set all-time trading records on the local Bitcoins exchange in the seven days to April 13th, 3 and 1 is 4. Uh, pay attention to the numerology. With Mexico moving more than 500,000 over the period via the exchange. White House plans for remittance tax could resemble proposals laid out by the former Kansas Secretary of State, Chris Kobach, it has been reported. The threat to illegal immigrants, I propose, is one that actually helps the U.S. if we follow through on it. Kobach told right-wing website Breitbart last week. This is the threat of ending remittances from the majority of people in the United States from Mexico who are here illegally. That is a threat that we could carry through on that such um, that actually helps our economy because the money is not sent home. It stays in circulation in the U.S. economy and helps rev up our economy. It's actually a good thing if we follow through. Meanwhile, White House spokesman Hogan Gidley told the Associated Press news agency that targeting remittances is a possibility. It's a top priority for the administration, as has been for two years, to reduce overstay rates for visas and visa waiver program. And it's well known that the administration is working to ensure faithful implementation of immigration welfare rules to protect American taxpayers. U.S. officials reported a record 53,000 families were apprehended on the southern U.S. border in March. Wow. And wow. Though Democrats argue that Trump administration is exacerbating the problem. And that's sad. 53,000 families. Crazy. It's just some, some wild times we living in right now, family. And they mask. Man, I can't even speak on that shit. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy times. Using Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to send money across borders more cheaply and quickly than banks and traditional money transfers has been long has long been one of. Hold on. Has long. What the hell was I just reading that? Has long been one of the most promising use cases for crypto. However, banks and money services have been quick to adopt new technologies over recent years, allowing them to improve their services and remain competitive. Government sanctions on remittances could, though, prove to be the trigger that pushes people towards Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, as capital controls have done in other parts of the world. There will always be ways to circumvent things you put in place, Kobach added. So he's basically saying there's always a way around something, you know what I mean? Uh, how we doing out, out there, everybody? Let me go check in and see who we got tuning in right now. Uh, okay, so the trading, uh, the chart reading uh, workshop is the one. Okay, yep, last month. Um, what's going on, family? How we doing? Miss Payne, Brother Kenny, Brother Rise, Brother Vincent, Brother Tariq. Uh, please do it, Trump. Go ahead and make fiat less. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Trump probably owns tons of BTC himself. 
I mean, the government itself owns sons of BTC. Peace, power, and prosperity, Brother Tony. How we doing? Grand Rising, my brother, Miss Sherry. How we doing, Brother uh, brother Threat? How we doing? Grand Rising. How's everybody doing out there? Let's move right along to the next story. Coming in from KuCoin. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to the, the uh, movement of the KuCoin shares coin. Let's take a tr uh, quick look at it real quick. This is something that I uh, posted probably about a month ago, maybe. Trading at around 88, 89 cents. It soon shot to about a dollar 80. No, I think we made it to two dollars on on K on KuCoin shares. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see exactly where we made it. Take a step back real quick before we get into the story. In fact, let's go ahead and bring up live coin watch over here so we can get ready for our top 10. So here goes KCS. Wow, look at that. Damn, look at that. Came right back down, even though we have to overextend this now. So yeah, KuCoin went up to $2.34. Sally, I got out. Where did I get out? Let me see. Give me one second. Let me see exactly where I got up out of KuCoin. And I'll share it with the family. It ain't no big deal. Let me go ahead and log myself in. Just give me one second, family. So remember, I did post that. In fact, we can go back and look at the actual post when I made it to see exactly how long ago it was. And we can go back and then we can look at the price. And see what the price action was around that time. Uh, let me see. See if I can get myself in this account. Ah, okay, so I must have changed it. So real quick, let's slide over to my IG page. Let's go back, scroll back in time real quick. Let's see how long ago it was that I posted about the cool coin shares uh, token. I mean, as far as me entering a position on it, not just posting about it, but, you know, letting individuals. In fact, I entered positions on four separate coins that day. Let's see. What were those coins? For those that want to follow uh, on IG, it's Chicago underscore crypto underscore block underscore bully. Get a lot of game just off off just off the off the off the page alone, just off still pictures and little videos here and there. I'm talking about a man, a ton of game. Pretty much a business page. Here we go, right here. Just uh, some just some of yesterday's decisions made on a dip. This was five weeks ago, actually March twelfth. I got twenty five percent, and this is right here for anyone that uses KuCoin shares. This shows how much uh, the ratio of capital that you have overall in your portfolio. So that day, I put the majority on KuCoin shares. I bought twenty five percent in OMG, twenty five percent in Cosmology, twenty three percent in A uh, in uh, Aurora. AOA. So let's see, what was that? March 12th. So we can easily go back and we can look at March 12th and see exactly what the price was. So March 12th, we were trading around 
right here. Damn, 62 cents. I thought I got in at 80, 80 something cents. I guess I got in at around 62 cents. This is March 12th. So anybody that would that would have any positions when I shared, you know, my sentiments about it. 230, 233%. I mean, even if you tapped out around 175% gains, you know, would have been lovely. And right now, like I said, we're having a pullback. Um, normal levels of retracement between 38 and 61%. Right now, you've had a pretty pretty hard drive down, but you did find that stability. Where we're at? None other than the 618. None other than the 618 right now. So right now, you're being held strong. Real, a real, real nice level of support right here. In fact, we can actually go down, slide down a bit. And you can actually see where I made that new level of support right here. It's actually retesting these same levels of support where we wicked down and was rejected. So that means that's a stronghold right there of the bulls. And we can see the rejection that we got. We got a double tweezer bottom as well as an engulfing candlestick coming in leading the 11th on the 12th. Bringing us back above the 618 on the retracement level and then consolidating to the side. Now what you have here is another double tweezer top followed by a double tweezer bottom, which is giving us our bullish action right now. So let's get into the story real quick. KuCoin cool exchange traders can now self-custody their crypto assets. <laughs> Family man, the advancements that we're seeing in this space right now are next to amazing and phenomenal. Um, cryptocurrency exchange KuCoin has launched a feature allowing user to, users to custody their own crypto assets while trading. For the feature, KuCoin has integrated a new technology from Boston-based startup Arwin, which allows traders to maintain control of their private keys while trading on centralized exchanges. This shit right here is going to make KuCoin shares. Hold on, let's see what that reaction we're already getting. This is a day chart. Let's crunch down real quick. Let's see what KuCoin share has been doing over the last couple of hours. Let's refresh. There we go. Look at that huge spike right there on the 13th. So let's do something real quick. We got our swing high to swing low. Let me see. Is that it? Yeah, that is it. That's our swing high to swing low, right? So let's see what type of uh, retracement we already have coming out. So clearly you can see you haven't even reached the 236 back at, uh, what's that? What's that, a dollar 32? Right now, you're just now treading on at a dollar 17. Now, on another note, let's go ahead and break this down. Slide this to the top. Make this our bottom, right? And I'm going to zoom in. Show you exactly what we're looking at. Let's refresh. And now that we're up here, we can adjust. There we go. So now we got a swing low to a swing high. We got a retracement down to the 382. Remember, this is just an hourly chart also. 
We did get stopped out at the 236, came down, met the 2382. Real nice rejection level from there. Now, what we see forming or what may have formed, well, now that may have made it invalid. What I started to see was an inverse head and shoulders being right here. But I think <laughs> in all actuality, this right here actually made it invalid right here. We would have needed another pump down, right? And then we would have had to pump. But, hey, either way right now, it's looking good, though. You know what I mean? So, KuCoin share is definitely something that you want to have on your list. You may want to take a look at it. See if um, it's something that you may, I mean, the exchange itself, with them allowing you to utilize your own private keys and trade on their centralized exchange, just blows a lot of other exchange markets out the water. Let's get on with the story, though. Um, so it goes on to say, the service will enable investors to trade in a centralized platform without worrying about their fund safety. Meaning that with you having a private key family, if they hack the exchange, your funds aren't on the exchange. Aaron said that with this technology, traders are executed via a layer two blockchain protocol that allows traders to benefit from the full liquidity and speed of the centralized exchange order book. The startup went on to explain that it enables secure trading parties without the need for trust by relying on the trading currency's native blockchain. For example, security for trading Bitcoin is provided by Bitcoin blockchain, while security for trading Bitcoin cash is provided by the Bitcoin cash blockchain, it said. This is in contrast to other approaches who require the introduction of a completely new blockchain that traders must trust. As KuCoin's implementation of tech is launched in a beta mode, the service is initially limited. Escrow sizes are limited to about $100, and trade sizes are limited to about $25 as a standard security measure, the company said. Traders will need a know-your-customer, meaning KYC, verify KuCoin account to get started with the service. And they should neither be located in the U.S., Northern countries sanctioned by the U.S. Goldberg added, wow. This, so this is interesting. So they're saying not only can you not be located in, within the U.S., you cannot be located in a country that's sanctioned by the U.S. where they're not even allowing individuals within the U.S. to a U.S. That's crazy. Um, Arwin and KuCoin paid special attention to the KYC AML, which is Know Your Customer, Any Money Laundering, in this collaboration. We care more about compliance than more existing decentralized exchanges, which is a fact I see. KuCoin is also planning to build its own, which doesn't mean anything because the United States is a small fraction of the individuals in the, uh, in the cryptocurrency space. So does this stop one from profiting off of the growth that you may see come from the KCS, KuCoin shares uh, token? Definitely not. Definitely not. This just means that those that don't know how to use VPN or are within the United States um, and also don't have the correct uh, credentials to show that they are from somewhere outside of one of those jurisdictions aren't going to be able to utilize this plat the tool that this platform has now came out with. Um, it's all, it says, Alwyn launched a testnet test version of his protocol earlier this year, saying a plan was in place to integrate with KuCoin. The firm said today that it is in talks with other exchanges as well as hardware wallets and institutional custodians for similar collaborations. Singapore-based KuCoin is backed by IDG Capital, Matrix Partners, and y'all need to really pay attention to some of these companies, Neo Global Capital, having raised $20 million in Series A funding last November. So, that's a little story coming from KuCoin shares. Now, something that I wanted to uh, leave 
out with before we get into the top 20 was the fact that Ledger X just made a bid to launch physically settled Bitcoin futures product by, for retail investors. Meaning instead of paying you out in fiat or USD, you're going to be paid out in BTC, which is a, a financial institute paying you out in the cryptocurrency. A decentralized cryptocurrency at that. Being no, being no matter what your personal opinion, this is the thing we got to get out of. Personal beliefs and opinions and stick with facts. The fact of the matter is Bitcoin is a decentralized digital currency. That's it. That's all. With them saying that they're going to pay you out in this new form of decentralized or or a new decentralized digital currency is, I mean, when you look at how the structure of the United States monetary system, the Federal Reserve monetary system, the banking system, centralized banking, um, when you look at how the system is really set up and how they usually only incorporate um, in, in legions or their own creations, that which is created strictly out of their own laws. Or their own financial instruments, seeing something like Bitcoin being able to be able to be utilized within their setup of the matrix, it's it's incredible. You know what I mean? Because when we look at what we hold dear into our hearts in the form of value, it's money. I mean, a lot of us like I and I try to share as much information as I can at the illusion that there is when you look at the whole notion of cash rules, everything around me, family. It was a fucking ploy and and and, and a trick played on us to even think something like that. Because as I said, when that song came out and as we was getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, in the streets or whatever. I mean, I can remember joints doing 20000 a day, 50000 a day, $100,000 a day back in the, you know, mid-90s, late 90s, early 2000s. But the one thing that we weren't taking advantage of was what the truly wealthy was taking advantage of. And that was number one, credit. You know, a lot, I know a lot of dudes that got a lot of bread that don't know two things about credit. Um, actual asset. Um, not only ownership or control, but uh, protection through the use of such um, entities as trust funds. You know what I mean? While we were utilizing debt notes, which is what cash is, they were utilizing just balances, numbers in the matrix, being credit scores, being able to leverage their credit score and obtain property, use that property to obtain more checks and balances, not so much liquid money. But more so a balance that shows what the liquid equivalent is. Not so much this is how many dollars I have. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just it, it's an interesting subject when you really, really, really get into the understanding what money is. One such uh, YouTube video. Let me see. The Ascent of Money. I believe it's a book, but it's also a video. Uh, it was a special on PBS. It's a four-hour video that I uh, would really want individuals to check out. Best four hours you could ever ever spend. The Ascent of Money, A Financial History of the World by Neil Ferguson. Um, it's real interesting when you really get into what money is and what money isn't. You know what I mean? I mean, currency in itself. I mean, money isn't when you really... And this is one thing that I try to explain to individuals when I used to tell them that I use the moon cycle to trade with. And they all, how do you do that? That's pseudo, yada, 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 yada. But when you look at money, money is nothing but moon energy. Money, moon, energy, currency, current. Money is current. Currency flows. What affects the current of the ocean, which is the moon. So moon, money, money, moon, energy. is current. Currency, which flows. Currency is made to flow in and out of things. I don't know, but uh, that's a story for another uh, video. But Ledger X makes bid to launch. I'm just trying to give y'all another outlook on money and how it can be looked at and utilized just in different aspects. Uh, but yeah, 
United States regulated crypto derivatives and clearing platform Ledger X is eyeing the launch of a physically settled Bitcoin futures contract. The company confirmed to te- Coin Telegraph on April 16th, which is a seven day. Uh, dope content. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I like KuCoin, but they've been way too flexible with the utility of the KCS uh, coin. Definitely big news. Definitely big news. Uh, but uh, truth, bro. Yeah, definitely, brother Tony. Definitely. Um, Ledger X, which is overseen by the U.S. Commodities uh, Futures Trading Commission, has applied for a designated contract market license, which would allow for it to launch the new futures product. Whereas the BTC futures contract currently listed on CME, which is a Chicago mercantile exchange, are ultimately settled in fiat. A physically settled version would see traders paid out in Bitcoin upon contract expiration. So, family, what we're seeing is something within the United States jurisdiction, within the United States borders, being able to pay the turn, the uh, choice word being paid because as of right now, you can't pay for anything. You don't pay for nothing when you utilize a debt note. All you do is discharge or set off the debt. Do you understand? So, when we're looking at them being able to give you something such as Bitcoin, family, y'all really not getting it. This is like them giving out gold. Man, this is like them paying gold out to you versus a debt instrument. <laughs> we, we not getting this. I tell y'all all the time, the main main individual, the individuals think that you're supposed to buy Bitcoin and then sell it off for a Federal Reserve note, right? That's like you buying something of value and then giving it away for something of no value, which I think is ass backwards. I tell y'all all the time, it's not about the dollar amount, it's only about the coin count. It's like Pokemon. You want to catch them all. Get as many of these cryptocurrencies, choice cryptocurrencies, that is, as you can. And, and physically keep them. Don't get so... I mean, depending on the, depending on the economic uh, and financial uh, standpoint that you're living in. I mean, it, it, man, you got to make a way to save some of this stuff, family. You don't want to just sell all this crypto off. I'm telling y'all what you're seeing is a, a, a direct um, transfer of wealth from analog to digital. Y'all going to see money laying in the streets. We may not see it, but think about it like this. What if our children are able to live long enough to see money laying in the street like it is in Venezuela? What if our grandchildren? Do you want to pass down that debt to them also? Because that's all we do when we pass is pass down debt. I'm done, I'm, done, I'm done even thinking in that type of way right now. With the emergence of cryptocurrency and the, and the emergence of you being able to handle one's commercial affairs in a truly sovereign and private capacity... I mean, why would you continue to use the old system that it in, in and of itself is imploding and, 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 and crashing right now? I don't know if y'all have been t- paying attention to world economics. I mean, it's a couple of stories I can show you where different countries are implementing their own use of cryptocurrency, creating asset-backed cryptocurrencies. Um, I mean, Iran has come out with their own gold-backed cryptocurrency to escape U.S. sanctions or get around that which was laid down. So we really got to think, family, what we're getting into this space for. I know a lot of us got in, well, I don't know, it's been two years now, damn near. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been in this space myself since uh, summer of 2017. I think I made my first YouTube video July 7th, if I'm not mistaken, July something of 2017. Uh, you can go check it out. And I believe my first video was a, a, a trip to the ATM machine. In fact, let's, take, let's check out my first video, in fact. Let's check out the Bitcoin Block Bully's first YouTube video. Let's see. Just real quick, I just, I just want to really see. I want to check something out. Let's 
So let's I got 524 videos, family, so far. I got 524 videos. So let's look at let's see. I wouldn't even know where to begin, to be honest with you. Um here we go. Let's go to page seven and see how far back we can go. And this is just gonna be real momentary, fam. I just wanna see how how long I've already been doing this and see what type of videos I what type of content I've been putting out there. And whatever video that was had over a thousand views. I don't know what video that was. Fourteen hundred. It seems them Pundi X videos be getting a lot of views. Look, Pundi X fourteen hundred. This is May eighteenth. I mean May twenty third, two thousand and eighteen. Let's see. Upload failed duplicate video. Snoop Dogg's private ripple party. April 2018, Snoop Dogg did a private ripple party. I don't know if anybody remembers that. More charts and transferring funds from Bittrex to Binance using Litecoin. Family, there's so many videos. Look, BitPay now charging two fees for Bitcoin transactions. BitConnect cease and desist ordered in Texas. This right here was the beginning of the end of Bitcoin, BitConnect. For those that were in, in BitConnect, that were truly in it, y'all know wasn't no funny shit going on with BitConnect. I can give two shits about what people talk about a Ponzi scheme. BitConnect was running smooth and easy. It was nothing but a smart contract. Everyone was getting paid. Nobody was getting jacked. Bitcoin, I mean, BitConnect, I'm talking about, treated me very well for many months. And what happened, well, I'll keep with the, the, the true story. I, I spoke on it to many, many individuals that have been following me. But let's see. So now we're getting into 2017. It's 2019, mind you. April 16, 2019. We're getting back into how long I've been doing this thing. So let's see. This is when I was doing the giveaway. 500 Bitcoin giveaway. New account and another reinvestment. For those that don't know, family, I went around Chicago and I gave away $500 to $1,000 in, 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 in Bitcoin. All these individuals right here are individuals that got that bread. I mean, I, I did a number, a number, a number, a number, a number. And we was doing that in August of 2017. Look at this, my Blockfolio app back in 2000 got 88,000 views. Via Coin to the Moon. How to use CoinMarketCap to keep track of prices of the different cryptocurrencies. Family, this video is from June 13th, 2017. Like I said, it's April 2019. How to create a Polynex account. Bitcoin ATM tutorial, 11,000 views on this thing. Damn, I didn't know that. So yeah, this is my first video. Okay, June 10th was my first video ever. How to create a mycelium wallet. Bitcoin ATM app. Bitcoin ATM tutorial. How to create a Polynex account. Family, y'all can see I've been doing this for a while now. Like, I've been doing this teaching thing, and it wasn't even the fact of me teaching. I'm going to be honest with you. When I first picked up the phone, it was like, I'm going to do a YouTube. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I can remember doing this video and having no followers. You know what I'm saying? Like no followers, man. I've been, I've, I've been doing, and that's why I tell a lot of y'all. I speak from a level of trial and error. I'm not just some guy that jumped into cryptocurrency because the price was going up, and you know what I mean. I act like I know a thing or two. This was, this was 2017. This is way before Bitcoin was even. I wonder how much Bitcoin was. Let's see. Let's see how much was Bitcoin. Let's look at. Let me see. 
Let me see if I got the price of Bitcoin on here. This is just me showing how to use the Bitcoin ATM, though. Um, let me see. Real quick, fam, let's go back in time. Let's see what the price of Bitcoin was when I first jumped into the game. And and look, this is how crucial it was. I didn't even have a laptop, family. I'm telling you, I was just a dude from Chicago. All I had was a phone. I didn't even have a laptop yet. I didn't even have a laptop. All I had was an Android phone. That was it. A simple Android phone, family. And I jumped into the cryptocurrency game, not knowing like roughly anything about it. So let's see how much was how much was Bitcoin. Bitcoin was two thousand seven hundred and forty-four bucks. Ethereum was three hundred and eighty-nine. If that's uh, who was in the number two spot, yep. Ripple was twenty-five cent, I believe. That's Ripple. Yep. Neem Neem was the number four. Neem was twenty cent. Ethereum Classic was twenty bucks. So it's just a blast to the past, real quick. But uh, let's get on with the story. Uh. I'm gonna start it over just just to just to recap what we were going over, family. We're speaking on them being able to pay out in BTC versus USD, which is huge, which is huge. Study the Federal Reserve System, a real interesting book that you may want to check out. In fact, man, this is one hell of a call. Five weeks ago, KuCoin shares sixty-two cent, two dollars thirty cents. Family, all you gotta do is follow my page. I swear to God, it's so much priceless content. Um, what was it? What's the name of that book? What's the name of that book? Doctor Jekyll. Let me see if I can find this book. Real interesting book. I may have it on PDF for anyone that may be interested in it also. Uh, let me see. Here we go. There it is. The Creature from Jekyll Island. That's the book. I do got this in my PDF. I do got this in my PDF. If anyone is really interested in how the system works... Check out The Creature from Jekyll Island. Check out this book right here, The Creature from Jekyll Island. It's 40 bucks on Amazon. $7.50 used. I mean, you could probably find it at a thrift store. But definitely something you want to check out. Definitely something you want to check out. Uh, so anyway, the United States regulated crypto derivatives and clearing platform Ledger X is eyeing the launch of a physically settled Bitcoin futures contract. Remember, everything is contract when we live in a world of commerce, family. Do not forget that. You live in a commercial world. Every single thing you do is a commercial transaction. Every single thing you do is a commercial transaction. Do not forget that. So if you're living in a commercial world, you can only operate as a fictional legal entity. That is your estate. That's the trust. That's you. That's your person. Not you. You're not a person. You're a people. But that's your person that you operate with in the world of commerce. So you can only operate with legal instruments or, um, in this sense, debt notes. But you can also operate with fictitious numbers being, you know, uh, credit systems and such things like that. Now what you're seeing happen is a new system come into play that is disrupting the current system or the old system and actually replaying or uh, making them, really forcing them to rewrite the old system. I mean, we're seeing laws that have been enacted since... I mean, for the last 60 to 100 years, family, being rewritten to include this and include that. It was once said that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency will not bend 
for old laws, but old laws will bend for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And we're seeing that in real time right now. I mean, it's a lot of revelations that are coming fourfold right now. I don't know if people are catching everything. Um, but it goes on to say, Ledger X, which is overseen by the U.S. Commodities Future Trading Commission, has applied for a designated contract market license that would allow for it to launch a new futures product. So a designated contract market license. Hmm. Designated contract market license. I'm going to check that out and see exactly what that is, what it entails, to see why would it allow them to pay out in BTC futures or in Bitcoin. Whereas the Bitcoin futures contract currently listed on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange are ultimately settled in fiat. Understand what fiat is. Just governmentally decreed paper to be used as a means of exchange to discharge or offset a debt. Right? When you start taking away the magic and the 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 the, the, the fairy dust that's in front of what so-called cash is and money and all it by now. Fiat is government decreed paper, foreign commercial paper that's used as a means of exchange to discharge or offset a debt. You do not pay for anything when you utilize fiat money. Anyways, um a physically settled version will see traders paid out in the Bitcoin upon contracts expiration, which, in my opinion, is like them paying out in gold. According to Ledger X co-founder Jutika Chow, the license application, reportedly first filed in November of 2018, is focused on bringing the products to a retail investor market. We've long had the goal to expand the range of customers we can serve beyond our institutional base. It's the natural next step for us. Omni, by interfacing with our existing institutional liquidity pool, will offer retail customers a top-tier experience from day one. As, a, uh, as part of a, of a wider reorientation, Ledger X reportedly, launched, reportedly plans to launch a retail-focused version of its derivatives trading platform, dubbed Omni, which would list Bitcoin futures, options, and swaps and provide clear and custodial services based on Ledger X's existing infrastructure. Amid ongoing talks with regulators in regard to the prospective license, Chow stated that, I think at this current time, we don't see the demand growing among real large institutions and banks. We are still at $85 billion market cap for Bitcoin. Really just the size of a large stock? Right now, we see the opportunity towards the other end of the spectrum. As previously reported, the CFTC currently remains in talks with the yet-to-be-launched institution-focused trading platform back, created by the New York Stock Exchange operator. This is the person that operates, not person. Well, yes, person. In fact, I'm going to show y'all real quick something. When we use the word person, what is it? 27 CFR, 20, 7211, 27 CFR 7211, which is uh, coded federal regulation. So 27, here we go, CFR 7211. Meanings of terms. Another thing you want to understand is the terms that you use. Number one, let's see. Do they got the United States on here? Let me see something real quick. Let me see if we can get this real quick. So what we're looking for is person here. Here we go. Person. 
an individual, trust, estate, partnership, association, company, or corporation. Those are the seven definitions of a person. Individual does not mean human living being. It just it doesn't. Individual means trust, estate, partnership, association, company, or corporation. This is what the anytime you see the word person. Think about how many times you've seen the word person use what you thought was irregularly or erroneously in a in a uh, a paragraph or in a statement. Whereas it'd be like the person of. Which you weren't learned how to use in proper grammar in school because it's not proper grammar, but it's legal grammar. This is one such way where they trick you. It's trust in a state. So when they talk about your person, as I said, everyone has a person. A lot of this shit starts to make sense the more you study. So when I told you that everyone has a person, right? Everyone has a trust in an estate. Everyone. In this sense, your person that you're operating in right now was created by the Social Security Administration. And you're operating out of that estate. That's your social security number. That's the number that's tied to the estate. There's no such thing where it's a money and you can get the money, yada, 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 that bullshit. Don't go with that. But what I speak on right here is true. Just do a little bit of uh, studying, family. But uh, moving right along, uh, what did we leave off? Was we done with that? Ah, uh, yeah. We were talking about the uh, intercontinental exchange. Hey, cru crucial shit when you get into how bond system works. Um, much like any bond, I don't care if it's a criminal bond or a stock bond, but uh, all, the, all bond system works the same. So let's see what we're looking at right now. We're going to get into the top 20. Let me see how much time we got on New Money Matrix podcast as of right now. Give me one second, family. Give me one second. Um, no doubt, no doubt, uh, Izzy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So family, that is the first half hour, I believe it's been. Well, damn, it's really been 50 minutes. It's been 48 minutes. That was the first uh, half of Coffee and Crypto, where we went through, you know, just the crypto news. I gave my little commentary, as I usually do. Uh, right now, we are going on 45 minutes on the New Money Matrix podcast, we're going to get into the top 20 coins. Do we got any comments or questions as of right now? Also, family, if you like the information that I'm bringing in the way that I'm bringing it, if you can, please share this video out. Please share this video out so people can get this information. Because it's my honest opinion that nobody's dropping the information in this form and fashion. You know what I mean? Really breaking down and explaining these things as they need to be explained to everybody. So if you can, um, assist me and help me and just share this out. You know, tag somebody. Tag a friend. In fact, I'm going to start having tag a friend days. I'm going to start having tag a friend days. Whereas I want people to just tag a friend in my video. In fact, we're going to definitely do that on Financial Fridays. Financial Fridays from here on in, I want everyone to tag somebody. Tag an individual in the video. But uh, let's see what we got going on with the top 20 coins real quick. Well, as of right now, we only got $171 billion, uh, in the market. 24-hour volume is 19 billion. BTC dominance right now at 52%. Uh, as of right now, we can see we got 171 billion, 269 million, 135,586 dollars in the circulating market cap. We got a 24-hour volume of 19 billion, 891 million, 347,388 dollars. BTC dominance right now is at 52.01%. Um, Bitcoin number one, big bank Hank. Trading at 5,045, down 1.7% within the last 24 hours. Those up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $161, down 2.5% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Ripple down 30, uh, trading at 32 cents, down 1.9%, up 0.3% within the last hour. Bitcoin Cash coming in at $307, down 2.1%. 
uh, within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number five, we got EOS trading at $5.37, down 2.15% within the last 24, though it's up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number six, we got Litecoin trading at $78.06, down 3.9% within the last 24. Wow, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number seven, you got Binance Coin trading at $18.96, down 1.6% within the last 24, though it's um, up still down 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number eight, we got Tether. Which is down 0.8% right now, uh, though it is yeah, still down 0.3% within the last hour also. And for those that don't know, this is the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar. This is where you put your money if you want your money to stay stable. So let's just say you got $5,000 in Bitcoin and Bitcoin starts to do that crazy volatility shit where it goes up and down wildly. And you really don't want to lose or you're too scared to put money in the game because you're scared you might lose it. You want to put it in a stable coin being uh, USDT, true USD. Uh, USDC, Paxos, Dai. There's a number of different stable coins where you can put your dollar amount where it's going to pretty much stay at a stable uh, value. Coming in at number nine, you got Stellar trading at 11 cents, down 3.4% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number 10, you got Cardano trading at 8 cent, down 3.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 11, you got Tron trading at 2 cent, down 2%, 2.8% within the last 24 hours, up 0.2% within the last hour. Coming in at number 12, you got Monero trading at $64.97, down 2.3% within the last 24, up 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number 13, you got Dash trading at $115, down 2.5% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 14, wow, Bitcoin SV down 13.1% within the last 24, trading at $55.27. Um, let's take a look real quick. I want to see. Hmm. Here we go. Ah, so you may have found the bottom down here. Let's see. What's that? Fifty-five bucks came right back down. We're retesting it now. Shot up, found a uh, top at fifty-seven dollars. So right now we're just starting. We're just starting a little trading range here. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So we got a trading range as of right now between fifty-seven. I'm gonna say fifty-five and fifty-eight dollars because it's fifty-seven ninety-eight. So fifty-five and fifty-eight dollars. Let's see if we consolidate down here around this area or if we continue to slope in a downward motion and continue our downtrend with bitcoin sv uh coming in number 15 we got iota at 30 cent right now it's down 1.6 percent within the last 24 neo at 10.63 cent with a total loss of 4.06 percent within the last 24 we got tezos at a dollar 10 down 1.5 percent within the last 24 with an amazing recovery of 1.4 percent within the last hour told y'all keep your eyes on tezos coming in number 18 you got ethereum classic six dollars and ten cent Right now, it's down 3.5%, though it's up 0.1% within the last 24. And coming in at number 19, you got Maker trading at $641, down 1.5% within the last 24 hours. And coming in last but not least, family, you got Ontology trading at $1.27, down 4.6% within the last 24 hours, up 0.1% within the last hour. Family, that is your top 20 coins within the coin market cap. Right now, we're going to go take a look and see who our biggest gainers and losers are, starting with the biggest losers, because this is where you want to look at for your entries. You don't want to come over here and be like, okay, let me see who's the top runner. Okay, Maximine Coin, <laughs> up 11.3%. Mm, good shit. Uh, right now, trading up 11.3%. Uh, 
<laughs> this isn't the ones you want to come. Crow up 7.8%. AOA up 5.9%. Stratus up 2.9%. KuCoin shares up 2.4%. But this isn't the list you want to look at when you're looking at entries, family. You want to come over here and you want to see who the biggest losers are because you want to buy in the red and sell in the green. Not buy in the green and then end up having to sell it in the red. So right now you got Bitcoin SV. You got Project Pi. You got Augur. Rep. Don't sleep. You got Lam Lamb. Don't sleep. Dynamic. Nano. Loom, don't sleep. Wax is another one you definitely want to uh, take a look at, down 6%. Uh, BitShares, Knowles, who has a very huge community. Oh, Zill, definitely one you want to tie up under your belt. Definitely one you want to tie up under your belt. Uh, Elastos is something you may want to take a look at, though. It's trading at $3.70. A lot of the tokens that I try to put individuals on and, and make them awareable of or um, aware of are normally under a dollar. I try to get them under 50 cents. If I can, under 10. That way you can get maximum amount of uh, return when the coin does decide to uh, move to the upside. Um, Raven coins on the biggest losers list. Definitely one you want to pay attention to. Elf, Pivx, BitTorrent, Neem, Engine Coin, Steam, MageSafe, Lisk, Neo, Decree, Waves, Digitex. Def definitely these two, 28 and 68. Definitely you want to pay attention to these two right here. In fact, this whole lineup, Waves, Digitex, Litecoin, and Komodo, write them down, family. I wonder who takes notes when I do these videos and really writes down any of this information that I share. Any coins that we go over, any interest that I show, because that's called doing due diligence. It's called listening to somebody that's been in this space for a while, who pretty much may know what they're talking about a little bit, and me being able to profit off that information that that individual shares with me. You know what I mean? Seems like everybody delisting. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they, yeah, they are uh, really digging in on Craig Grant right now. So, family, with that being said, that is your uh, episode of Coffee and Crypto in the AM with the Bitcoin Block Bully. I want to thank everybody that tuned in with me. Uh, for those that missed it, this will be airing uh, over and over again on Facebook. You can look at it. I'm also going to upload it to my YouTube channel, uh, Chicago Crypto Hustler. And for those that just want to ride and listen to it, it will be available on the New Money Matrix podcast, which is available on Anchor. Dot FM available on iTunes, available on Google uh, Podcasts. Um, it's available on different platforms, family. I'll be posting links to that also. Uh, are there any questions or comments in closing? Any questions or comments in closing, family? Tonight we do have the uh, we do have the uh, chart reading class going on for anybody that's interested. Uh, reach out. Who we take it off? I believe. Uh, what is it? Seven, seven and nine. I believe for the chart reading, let me see. What time is chart reading? I believe it's a 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. class, though, if I'm not mistaken. And for those just getting into the space, if you need a book to brush up on, the puzzle is an excellent starter. It comes with a 30-minute consultation with myself upon a donation for it. Yeah, 7 and 9, yep. Tuesdays or Thursdays, 7 and 9 for the chart reading class. So, yep. Let me see if we got any questions or comments. What about Brave Browser? Uh, I got Brave Browser. I use it for certain aspects, though I'm not using it now. I'm using my Chrome browser. Um, still crawling and soaking up your teachings. Thank you. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. 
Yes, sir, Brother Tony. More power to you also, my brother. I see what you're doing out there in the community, and I love it. For those who don't know, um, Brother Tony is actually a, a huge activist in Chicago. He's actually, if I'm not mistaken, the principal of the Chatham Academy. Am I correct, Brother Tony? Are you not the principal of the Chatham Academy, which is located on the south side of Chicago? And he definitely has a, uh, a cannabis stocks group. And um, he's one of, the, uh, one of the main guests, one of the main speakers uh, on 420 at, um, at Frontline Bookstore located in Hyde Park. So it's definitely even a pleasure to have you tuning in to my early morning show, early rising show. Definitely, definitely a pleasure. Let me see. There's no questions or comments. Let me see. Yeah, with that being said, fam, I want to thank everybody that tuned in for this early rising show of Coffee and Crypto with the Bitcoin Block Bully. Until the next video, peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.